0: Welcome to Kingdom Embassy International, where you get real-life teachings, real-life worship, and an all-round real-life experience. The message you're about to listen to will lead you into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ.
1: Success is always a product of the willingness to face what others are running away from. You must not just be concerned about the price that you have to pay to succeed. You must also descend the reward that is hidden in every obstacle.
0: Now get set to be reformed and
1: transformed as you
0: listen to Apostle David Grace, the founder of Kingdom Embassy International. Stay tuned.
1: Hello everyone. I'm so excited to be coming to you today. This wonderful, wonderful Sunday. It has been a wonderful weekend god has been so glorious and so gracious to us and i'm so excited to be coming back again this sunday with a word from the lord for you and i know that god is keeping you wherever you are and god is keeping your family wherever you are and i know that his mercy and his goodness is upon your life in the name of jesus christ let us just prepare ourselves for an encounter get yourself comfortable Ensure that you are in a place where you will not be distracted to hear the word of God and to be transformed. As we go on in our wonderful series this month of transition, we are experiencing change at an unprecedented rate, at at a speed that we cannot fathom. We are seeing things that we have never seen before happening across and around the world. And I'm so excited that in the midst of that, our God is faithful, our God is merciful. So I want you to get set, set your heart, and get ready to be blessed. And I know that a testimony is awaiting you. So let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for everyone, Father God, that is watching this program right now in the name of jesus and i thank you for your grace and for your mercy and for your goodness upon their life upon their family i thank you for your presence and your anointing that is invading their house right now and i thank you lord god almighty that your grace is sufficient to keep them through this season and through this moment i give you all the glory. And I give you all the adoration. And I thank you for the testimonies of blessings and healings that are going to take place through the preaching of your word today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. God's word never fails. Because he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You know, I'm reminded of uh, a story I was, I was this is actually true. it has happened to me in two thousand and ten i I was coming from from Shanghai in China and I was coming through I was coming through uh, Hong Kong and we took off you know just around probably eight nine in the evening in in Hong Kong and beautiful takeoff. Everything was just cool and fine, you know, and just getting comfortable in the plane, and and we are off on our journey. Just around probably one hour, one one hour and thirty minutes to two hours in the journey. You know, while the air hostesses were busy, you know, giving us refreshments and so forth and so on, all of a sudden. We just got into a turbulence, a very terrible turbulence that I'll never forget as long as I live. I have been in planes before; I have never experienced a turbulence of that magnitude, honestly. And I have to to be to be I have to to confess before before I have to confess that I was afraid, I was scared, literally. <laughs> so. I was so afraid. I said, oh, my God, I am going to <laughs> meet my end somewhere in the middle of a place I don't know. You know, I was so scared. It was scary. When you see a hostesses and everybody in the plane running and pushing trolleys and almost leaving them behind, And it was, it was something else. There was one particular moment that the plane just went like it's dropping like this. I said, oh, my God. This is the end, you know, you know. And in in the midst of that situation, you don't know what to do, you know, because you are up in the air and you are so far, you know. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way you can tell the pilot stop, you know. It's it's just another kind of situation. Anyway, if you have never flown, don't get scared. It's not something that happens all the time. But that particular day, this thing happened to us, and. I was so scared i was so troubled i was so restless in my chair i didn't know whether to stand up to scream to do what i mean it was just just, just not okay it was not right it was not really right you know um but nobody commands the storm nobody commands the winds to come against the plane at such frequency and tr- such strength so we just happened to find ourselves that particular day in the midst of that and the pilots. Did their best according to their training, and after a real struggle of some, some. I mean, it was not just ten minutes or twenty minutes or thirty minutes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, if you ask me, how did I know the time? But uh, for me, it was like eternity. It took time, really, to to be in the midst of something like that. And and raw fear, raw fear, tangible fear. The one that dries your mouth and your throat, that makes you swallow hard, you know, just hit me. And, you know, fear is a force from the pit of hell, you know. You you start seeing pictures, seeing yourself, you, you, you know, dead with broken pieces of the aeroplane. I, I don't know. You, you start seeing images and all the stuff that you have watched on movies and TV, they are now playing in your heads. I was literally scared. I couldn't remember any scripture or, or think about any scripture at that particular moment. Uh, I really, I was stunned by fear. And so, I, I, I don't know about you. Maybe probably you have gone through an experience that you have met this kind of fear, this kind of fear, this tangible fear, you know. But in the midst of that, I remember, in the midst of that, I, I had my, my a piece of mind my 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 ticket a piece of my ticket was 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 in my bag my my little bag that i put just around my feet at my feet there and in 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 the midst of this turbulence playing going all over the places all over the places all of a sudden the the voice of god came through for me and I have worked with God for some time. I, I know the voice of God. The voice of God came through from the end. And God said to me, be still, my son. Be still because you will arrive safely. You will see your family. You will fulfill your ministry and you will fulfill your days on earth." The peace that I can't explain all of a sudden overwhelmed me. Overwhelmed me, the peace, literally the peace of God just swept all over me. The situation has not changed. The plane was still shaking. But all of a sudden, the peace of God, like a warm embrace, just came upon me. Even right now as I'm speaking, I feel the chills of that that experience. It just embraced me. and, And I had this assurance that I knew beyond any shadow of doubt Even though the plane was shaking, I was going to make it. There was a tomorrow for me, and I was going to arrive safely in my country, and I was going to be reunited to my family. I don't know about you, we are in the midst of a crisis right now, and people are experiencing raw fear at this particular moment. Different kinds of fears. The fear of the unknown, fear of losing your job. Uh, fear of the disease itself, COVID-19, all kinds of fears. It's like we are witnessing a drama of a concoction, a cocktail of fears. I'm receiving messages from people who are afraid, who are scared. And God has sent me today with a word for you at this moment. That's going to cause the peace of God that passes all understanding to come upon you and to envelop you. I remember in that moment that the peace of God came upon me in that airplane. I picked up my ticket, a copy of my ticket, which was in my small bag. And the words words began to come in a song. Those who know me, I'm a songwriter. The, the, the words began to come. Divinely inspired words. They began to come into my spirit. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us lift his name on high. For he is worthy of all our praise. He is worthy of all our worship. And as I began to write this song, I began to write this song, and I'm, I'm sure that at the end of this this this, this sermon, we're going to play that song for you and and it will bless you. It was a, a song that was coming as a celebration that all of a sudden, after God spoke to me, within a space of less than 30 minutes, there was so much peace. The plane has reached a place of calm and comfort. I went to sleep even without taking food. I, supernaturally, I went to sleep. I woke up in the early hours of the morning as we were arriving in South Africa in Johannesburg and probably uh, an hour before we arrive in Johannesburg and the, the the pilot announced that we are about to arrive for all those more than 10 hours after that experience i went into a supernatural sleep the peace of god came and i sense in my spirit right now i need to declare the peace of god that passes all understanding upon somebody i don't know who you are I don't know what is happening to you right now, but I sense in my spirit that the peace of God that passes all understanding, that passes all understanding, glory to God. The peace of God that passes all understanding will come upon you right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke fear in all its forms. I rebuke fear in all its forms. And I command it right now to go, to leave you, to leave your house in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. Come on, give him a praise wherever you are. I'm free from fear. I shall not be afraid. I shall not be afraid. I shall not be afraid. The psalmist said in Psalms 91, I will not be afraid of the terror by night. Nor of the arrow that flieth by day, I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. The peace of God that passes all understanding comes upon you. I want to speak to you. I'm so excited about the word of God today. I want to speak to you today about unshakable in the midst of crisis. Unshakable in the midst of crisis. You see, as the plane was shaking, I began to shake. Got afraid. Got scared. And that's the rhythm of the devil. The devil wants when things shake around you to shake. He causes a movement, a steering, a shaking to scare you. That's why the Bible tells us he has put on an imitation nature. He is moving around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Making strange noises. Making noises that intimidate. Why? So that people get afraid. So Satan moves external things so that he can manipulate people in the inside through fear. All the shakings, all the manipulations of systems and things in the cosmos. Satan is seeking for one thing, access by fear. If he can shake because he understands that fear is false evidence appearing real. He makes things so that when the Bible says we don't live by sight, we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. But fear is when we walk by sight, when we look around, we see all these things and we begin to have imaginations and images in our minds. Then we get afraid and then the enemy has locked in to do whatever he wants to do. Unshakable in the midst of the crisis. In the midst of that crisis, God came through for me. And last week we were talking about Paul. Paul in a crisis in the book of Acts, chapter number twenty-seven, and in verse number twenty, particularly, he said after the third day, he said after the after the third day, he said we 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 despaired beyond hope. Because we have spent many days without seeing the sun, without seeing the moon, nor the stars. They were in a kind of a storm that came suddenly on them that Paul said, we were so scared. I, I was, he said They were so scared that there was no hope for them. In other words, they were preparing for death. They said, well, it's over. We're going to die. This thing is over. And even right now, you might be stuck in the house. And you are thinking it's over. I don't know what the future holds for me. You know, you don't need to know what the future holds for you. You need to know who holds the future. Your God holds the future. Oh my God. Your God holds the future. You don't need to know. That's why Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow. In the book of Matthew chapter number 6, he said, do not worry about tomorrow. Do not worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Why? Because there is... You serve a God who is the Alpha and the Omega. You serve a God who is there with you in the midst of the storm. And he is with you to take you to a tomorrow that he has promised. So, when Paul was in the midst of that crisis, and everybody was losing it. I mean, everybody was losing it. If you look at Acts chapter number 27... He says they were throwing stuff, valuable things. They were, they, were, they were panicking. Everybody was panicking. They were throwing stuff all over the places because everybody was scared. Everybody was afraid that this is the end. This is it. They were afraid. They were scared. And when man is afraid, he begins to make frantic decisions. He begins to make permanent decisions for temporary situations. Begins to move with the rhythm of the problem. And all of a sudden, make moves that are very that are very deadly, that are very that are very threatening. But in the midst of that, the angel of God, just like the presence of God and the voice of God came to me in that aeroplane in 2010. The voice of the Lord, the angel of the Lord came to Paul, stood by Paul, and in the midst of the storm, the angel of the Lord, God has used angels in the past to intervene in situations. We know that in Acts chapter number 27. Before then, we know about Jesus having even rebuked the storm. And the storm has come to quietness and stillness. But the angel comes into the storm and does not rescue them from the storm. He is coming with a message of a God who can rescue them from the storm. And they have been in that storm for many days. But the angel comes and he just delivers the message and leaves them in the storm. This is why last week we told you about living through a crisis. There are crises and problems you have to live through them. There is no shortcut out of it. There is no shortcut. You need to have the kind of faith which is not just faith. Listen to me. Because sometimes you are told you just need faith. You see, when faith does not have patience, faith has no future. When faith does not have patience, Faith is no future. How do I know that? Because there are circumstances that are not momentarily. They are not just, they are, they are for a long haul. They were in the storm for many days. But the angel drops down and he tells Paul the message and leads Paul in the midst of the situation. Why couldn't he quench the storm, rebuke the storm, tell the storm to stop? But instead, he gives Paul peace in the midst of the storm in the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of the crisis that is happening around the world, the greatest thing that God gives to us is peace. Before a rescue, before a deliverance, before he rescues us out of the problem, he gives us the peace that passes all understanding. And I want you to open up your heart to receive that peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding Because you don't know when the storm is going to end, but the peace of God will not end. The peace of God will not end. You don't know when the storm will end, but God gives you a peace that surpasses the storm. God gives you a peace, my God. God gives you a peace that surpasses the storm. I know what I'm talking about. I know there are other people who have testified about this kind of peace. That you are in the midst of a problem that. You really don't know the way out. You re- your mind freezes. You don't even know when to start. You don't know where to go, how to go about it. But in the midst of that, there is a strange feeling of comfort, a strange feeling, a divine embrace. crozusa a divine embrace. You feel like everything is gonna be okay, even though I I don't know how it's gonna be okay. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know what. But I am persuaded. In my heart. That one way or the other, I'm going to come out of this situation. I'm here to give you the word of the Lord. You are going to come out of this situation. But at this moment, as the crisis, the storm is raging, what you need is not just a divine rescue. You need the peace of God in the midst of the storm. You need the peace of God in the midst of the storm. You know, my Bible tells me that David... In the book of Psalms 23, David said, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. You see, he is going through a valley where he, he sees victims of death. He sees scars. He sees he see bones of people that used to live and breathe like him who have met the fate of death and they are dead. And he's moving through that place that he knows that where I am walking it's a region of death. There is a testimony all over the place that all the people that are laid down, all these bones, are people that used to have dreams and visions, but they are dead. And right now, there's so much evidence, there's so much evidence in the world that people are dying every single day. People are being infected by COVID-19 every single day. It's like you're walking in the valley of the shadow of death. There's so much strong scientific evidence that this disease is real, is killing people, is destroying people. And you are walking in the valley of the shadow of death like David. And you are wondering, what am I going to do? You need to do what David did. But for you to do what David did, you need to know what David knew. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. That is, the reason why I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and I'm not afraid is because I have the Lord who is my shepherd. It is not enough to hear from people saying the Lord is my shepherd. You need to, to know it for yourself that the Lord is your shepherd. And it is the responsibility of every genuine shepherd to protect his 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 flock, from the danger of predators. And I am here to give you exciting news. Because Jesus gave us a promise. He said, Behold, I am with you even unto the end of the age. Which means that there is no problem, there is no mountain, there is no situation, there is no circumstance that you can meet now. And even in the future, that will separate you from the presence of God. I want to say this, God is with me. Yes, yes, yes. God is with is with me he will never leave me he will never forsake me there is no problem enough that will cause the presence of god to divorce you there is no problem enough that will cause them the promise of god to be to be to be to be changed oh that's why paul he knew something this meant that the angel of the lord appeared to him and he said to him don't be afraid paul because you shall stand before caesar you shall stand before caesar in other words God came in the midnight. He came in the midst of the storm to announce a tomorrow. God came in the midst of the storm to announce a tomorrow, to announce the next chapter, to tell Paul, don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by this darkness that you see. What I have promised you is going to come to pass. I don't know who you are. I came like that angel of the Lord to drop an announcement that you're going to make it. The dreams. The visions that God has placed inside your heart, the dreams, the promises that God gave to you before COVID nineteen, I'm here to tell you that you are going to you are going to arrive at the destination. Oh, that's enough for you to shout right there. That's enough for you to make some noise right there. I'm telling you, the angel of the Lord coming in the midst of that, in the midst of a storm, when men were not eating for over fourteen days not because they were fasting, because some of them did not even know God, but because the storm was raging. When a storm rages and you lose appetite, when a storm rage and you lose the appetite of living, the appetite of pursuing your dream, the appetite of pursuing the things that you have believed in, in the midst of that, the angel of the Lord just dropped down and comes to Paul and tell him, this is what the Lord is saying. You need to receive the word of the Lord from the angel of the Lord, from the messenger of the Lord that says, you will stand and testify that dreams do come true. That you have fulfilled your destiny. That what God has promised you has come to pass. I don't know who I'm speaking to. I need an amen from somebody. Hallelujah from somebody. I preach this thing here right now. The glory of God is in this place right now. The angel came in the midst of the storm to announce it tomorrow. David said, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, but I'm not shaken. Yeah, I can see the evidence. Yes, COVID-19 is real. Yes, people have been infected. Yes, people are dying. But though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. The valley of the shadow of death is not an exciting place. It's a scary place. It's an intimidating place. It's a place that tells you what can be. It's a place that has finality. That shows you that you are next. Whatever has happened to these people can happen to you. But if you know the God who is with you, that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leadeth me beside still waters. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He causes me to walk in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He restoreth my soul. Yeah, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yes, the evidence is all around me. I can see the evidence all around me. Do you know so and so? Do you know what happened to you? Yeah, I heard what happened to you. Have you heard what happened in the news? You know this thing happened? Yes, I have heard. Have you heard what happened in the radio? Yes, I have heard. Have you heard what has happened in the television? Yes, I have heard. But I am not moved by all these things. So I can speak like Paul in the book of Romans chapter number 8. He says, what can separate me from the love of God? What can separate me from the love of God? He said, "Is it death? Is it, is it is it is it is it is it attacks? Is it is it problems? Is it hunger? Is it diseases? Is it plagues? Is it angels?" He said, "In all these things, I am more than a conqueror." You need to understand that the God who gave you a promise cannot turn back on His promise. I need to drop this down in the midst of my message. All you need to do. Is to look back Mm. All you need to do Is to look back The only way of overcoming Any storm in life When your next storm comes The answer is in the last storm When a storm comes in your life All you need to do is to turn back And remember that the God who delivered you from the bear and the lion, he will deliver you from the Goliath. All you need to do is to turn back (laughs) and tell your mountain, I have a track record of a God who has brought me through some stuff. I am standing here. As a summary of the testimonies of the faithfulness of God and the love of God. And I'm here to tell COVID-19, I'm here to tell 2020, you are going to end the way God has ordained for my life. You're going to end the way God has ordained for my destiny because the same God, Ah, oh my God, somebody say the same God, the same God who brought us out of Egypt, the same God who has helped me to Face the lion and the bear. The same God who has made me to overcome migraine, to overcome diabetes. The same God who has helped my family to overcome divorce. The same God who gave me a job when I had no job. The same God who gave me grocery when there was no food in my house. The same God. The same God. All you need to do when you face a storm is to look back and know that God has been faithful in your life. God has been faithful. You can stand unshakable when you look back at the track record of the God that you serve. Or maybe talking to you and you are telling me I don't have a testimony from God. that I'm here to give you good news. If you don't have a testimony from God, if you are new in faith or you have never experienced a a miracle or the supernatural in your life, I'm here to give you the good news. All you need to do is to turn, if you can't look back, Then look next to you. There is somebody next to you that can testify that God has been faithful to them. There is somebody next to you (laughs) that can tell you about what God has done in their life. So if you don't have your own backup of testimonies, you can look at what God has done in somebody's life. Oh, why? Because what God has done in your neighbor's life, it is an appetizer of what is coming in your own life. One day, I was in the midst of a situation, a crisis. I was in the midst of a situation and a crisis. I was homeless. My family had no house. We had nowhere to stay. And in the midst of that, my spiritual mother sent me a message. And this is the message that she said. She said, when you hear the sound of ulation and celebration of a testimony and a miracle in your neighbor's house, you should know you are next in the line. I don't know who you are. You are next in the line. You are next in the line for a breakthrough. You are next in the line for an elevation. You are next in the line for something that you have never seen. The bigger the storm. I'm so excited that the storm of 2020 came like this. My heart goes to all those who have, lo- who have lost loved ones. My heart goes to those who are in the hospitals. Who are under the oppression of this disease. But I'm here to tell you that the bigger the storm. The bigger the breakthrough. We serve a God that show off. The, the, the darker the day, when the day is dark, when when the storm is raging, then great is the light. If you can't look back, then look on your side. And if you can't look on your side and find anybody probably telling me, I can't see anybody here, that I, ca- I can't look back and see anything, then I still have good news and exciting news for you look in front of you. If you can't look on your side, if you can't look back, then look in front of you. Do you know what you're going to see in front of you? He said, my son, this book of the law shall not depart from you. You shall meditate upon it day and night. So if you can look back, if you can look at somebody, look Into the word of God. Place the word of God in front of you. Because there are prophecies of the future. God said the word that has come out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. So right inside the word of God. There is a promise of tomorrow. Right inside the word of God. There is a promise of deliverance. We have seen God giving people promises. And saying after 70 days. The Lord is going to bring you out. After 400 years. The Lord is going to bring you out. In 9 months time. This is going to happen because we serve a God of timings. And I'm here to tell you that 2020 will not end the way it began. We're going to see the glory of God, the manifestation of the power of God, a revival like never before in the church. I want to tell everybody that is listening to me, you better get ready. Ah, because this storm is announcing something big from God. This storm is announcing something big from God. There's something big for everybody. We're going to get busy. We're going to get busy. Busy testifying. Busy experiencing the glory of God in a way we have never done before. I don't know what is happening, what is going on in your mind right now. But I'm giving you an evidence of things that makes you unshakable. Unshakable. You become unshakable when you know who is with you. You become unshakable when you know who is with you. Oh, say, I know who is with me. I know who is with me. He said, I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. That is the God that you serve. I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. My God. Glory to God. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. True to his word. True to his word. True to his word. Paul said, we can stand on this word that the Lord has brought to me. We can stand on the word. He said to them, break the first gentleman, eat, because nobody is going to lose their life. I want you to get excited that there is a tomorrow for you. Because there is God. There is a tomorrow for you because there is God. And that God is your loving father. That God is merciful to you. If you don't know him right now and you are listening to me, you can embrace his love. Because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish. All you need to do is to receive the love of God. To believe that indeed Jesus, the son of God, died, was buried and he rose on the third day for you. He paid for your sins so you can be saved. And When you receive that gift of God's love, the extension of his love to mankind through his son, you are saved. You become part of his family. You become part of his promises. Look ahead. There is more, there is life, there is blessing, there is revival, there is breakthrough, there is good news coming. After every storm we have seen in the Bible, after every storm, there is good news. And this particular storm is not different from any other storm that God has quenched. God is an expert as taking people out of circumstances that are beyond their wildest description. Your father is an expert at delivering people. And I'm here to tell you, because I know, I have seen God setting people free in the past 22 years of my Christianity. In all these years of being a minister of the gospel, I have thousands upon thousands of testimonies of people that have met storms. That they did not have an idea of how they want to come out. Even as they are speaking and they are crying, whether in the office or wherever they meet me and they are crying. And they don't even know. Nobody knows how God is going to do it. But in the midst of that, when you come and see that God makes everything beautiful in his time, when the testimony comes, you are so amazed. So God has millions upon millions of ways to bring us out. Paul came out. Paul came out. Paul came out because the promise of God stands. Paul came out. And I'm here to tell you, you are going to come out of the storm. A better you. You are going to come out of this storm with testimonies. In the midst of this storm, stand still. In the book of Psalms 43. I mean, Psalms 46. I'll read for you this psalm and encourage you, no matter who you are, if you can open up your heart to receive this psalm into your heart. I want to give you this psalm. For this week, I want you to meditate on this psalm. I want you to stand on this psalm. I want you to know that this psalm is true and this psalm is going to come to pass in your life. The psalmist right, and he says, God is our refuge and strength. Always ready to help in time of trouble. Always ready to help in time of trouble so we will not fear we will not be moved when the earthquakes come when mountains crumble into the sea let the ocean roar and foam; let mountains tremble as the waters surge a river brings joy to the city of our god the sacred home of the Mosai. god dwell in that city and he cannot be destroyed From the very break of the day, God will protect it. Glory to God. The nations are in chaos and the kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunder and the earth melt. The Lord of heaven's army is here among us. Glory to God. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come and see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he has brought Destruction upon the world. Upon the wicked. He causes war to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow. And snaps the spear. He bends the shield. And stops the war. And in verse number 10. He says. Be still. Be still. And know. That I am. God. Be still in the midst of that mountain, in the midst of that situation, in the midst of that crisis. Be still. Where is my next meal going to come from? How am I going to pay my rent? What's going to happen to my children? What's going to happen to my marriage? What's going to happen to my job? What's going to happen to my education? What's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to the world? In the midst of that, be still and know that I am God. In other words, God is giving you a commandment to be unshakable, unmovable in the midst of the storm. Now, this is not a scattered idea from the Bible that you're probably thinking. I'm making up some stuff because I'm, uh, I'm saying this, or I'm taking lightly what you are going through, or I'm taking lightly the, the situation that you are in. Not at all. I started by confessing my own situation so that you know that I'm speaking from experience and from the experience of others and from, from the past and 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 i'm 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 not just speaking what i believe i am telling you what i know what i have seen what i've experienced from people that i know that in the midst of the storm the instruction of god it may sound insane and crazy that everything around you is shaking but god is telling you the secret To ensure that the storm does not destroy you, sweep you away. The secret is be still and know that I am God. When the children of Israel came out of Egypt and Moses was excited, we are out of Pharaoh's reach, and and, and they spent a night at the Red Sea. All of a sudden, when they turned back, they find that Pharaoh was pursuing hard after them. And then chaos erupted, fear erupted. It was not baseless fear they have seen what pharaoh can do they have been with pharaoh for for over 400 years they are their grandfather their great grandfather they have told them what pharaoh has done they have told them what these wicked people have done and and they have seen it in their own life they just came out of the snap and the jaws of slavery they have they have experienced the, the the abuse the shame the oppression and all of a sudden, when they are celebrating their freedom, unbelievable, the miracle has happened. Wow, excitedly. This is wonderful. This is like we are just in the middle of an excitement of entering 2020 with charisma, with power, with energy. All of a sudden, boom, all this crisis come In the midst of their celebration, and oh my God, I, I can't believe that I am not making bricks. I'm no longer under Pharaoh's hold. And, and, and all of a sudden... The celebration is cut short. Why? Because now, all of a sudden, Pharaoh is coming hard after them and he's coming to kill. And there's chaos and everybody's looking at Moses. Were there no graves in Egypt that you brought us here to die? Look at what you've done. And and all of a sudden, the leader has to be blamed. And and it's, 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 it's still the same thing today. When you see people blaming leadership today, It has been there for thousands of years. When things go wrong, leaders come under fire. doesn't matter who you are. You might be in a leadership position right now and you are listening to me. When problems come, when storms come, everybody turns on the leader. What are you going to do, Moses? In the midst of that, God said to Moses, tell these people to stand still. There it comes again. He tells them, be still. Stand still and see the salvation that the Lord will give to you today. And right here, in the book of Psalms 46, verse number 10, the word of the Lord is coming to somebody here. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Why? Because I am the God who promises and I deliver. He is the God. My God, my is trod, who said, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. What happens when somebody bigger than the storm, somebody bigger than your crisis, somebody bigger than your mountain is with you? The God of Israel, the faithful one, the one that, have, that is known as the God who delivers, the God who saves. The God who rescues, the God who protects, the God who embraces, the God who shepherds, the God who, who overshadows us—we dwell under in the secret place of the Most High God. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. What happens when this God says, "Be still and know that I am God"? Be still and know that I am with you. I will be still and know that He is God. I refuse to be afraid. I I refuse to walk by sight. So I have to make a choice. I have to make a choice. You have to make a choice, my friend. Everybody, you, you have to make the choice. Be still and know. What does that mean? God is inviting you to go into his word and begin to study from today. Study how God had delivered people from plagues, from sicknesses, from diseases, from storms, from national crisis. Study is there in the word. Once you know that the God who delivered Israel from Egypt is your God, once you know, he says you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Once you know, the knowledge that he is God warms your heart. The knowledge that he is bigger than the storm warms your heart. When David was coming against Goliath, it was the knowledge. He says, he said, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. He knew that God because he knew he had a testimony. He could look back and say, the God who delivered me from the bear and the lion, he had a knowledge. That's why Paul cried out, he said, that I may know him. To become unshakable in the midst of the crisis. Seek to know your God. I'm not just talking about you browsing through the Bible and say, well I'm talking about you taking the word of God and begin to put it in front of you and meditate on it. The God that can make water in the sea to stand like walls how big is that God? The God who can feed 5,000 people With five loaves and two fishes. How big is that God? I don't know what is your crisis. I don't know what is your situation. But if you become still. And stop looking outside. But begin to find your God through knowledge. He is there. But you need to know. You need to know. That the God of Israel is with you. You need to know that he said I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. The only way of enjoying peace in this life is to know your God. The Bible says those who know the Lord their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. And I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray that the knowledge of God in your life will multiply. I want to pray for you that the appetite to study the word of God will come upon you. I know my friend, right now being at home, you might be going through a lot of distractions and it may be very hard for you to concentrate to to look into the word of God. But I don't want you, I want you to, to ensure that you guard your heart, that your heart does not slip away from who God is. Place the knowledge of your God as the most pivotal thing. Those who know the Lord their God they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. I, I I need to know him. I need to cry out to him. I need to experience him, his presence in my life. I need to experience him. The problem may not end in two weeks. It may not end in, in three months. But as long as this God is with me, as long as the King of Glory is with me, as long as the Lord is my shepherd, as long as The Lord is with me. As long as I know that I know beyond any shadow of doubt that God is with me, then I am immovable, I am unshakable, I am unstoppable, and there is no weapon that is fashioned against me that can prosper. Here is the secret. Be still and know. So I I, I need to fill my heart with who God is. I need to study his word. I need to listen to the testimonies of others. I need to go into my own testimony book and begin to study about the faithfulness of God through the years in my life. I need to know. I need to know because the enemy is after that. He is after distracting you from who God really is in your life. Refuse to be moved. He said, even though the mountains can be thrown in the midst of the sea, I shall not be moved. Say, I shall not be moved. I refuse to be moved. Paul prayed, he said, that I may know him. Let it be your desire this week. Take some time. Make some time. You may be staying with your parents right now. You might be somewhere in a little house somewhere. You might be somewhere, somewhere. Find innovative ways of being with God. It might be when everybody is sleeping, you may have to take that 20 minutes to just set yourself apart with the word of God. You might have to take a walk around your, your yard, around inside your yard, of course, with caution in the night. Just just to have your prayer walking. And, and you may have to sit in, in, in your car inside the garage, far away from the noise in the house, and, and just to be with him. Find a place, find a corner, find somewhere where you and God can meet. Rear up an altar of an encounter with God in the midst of this. Don't give an excuse. Don't don't say you don't understand what is going to, I'm telling you, God sees your heart. When you make that effort, his presence will come. Like in that aeroplane. The presence of God invaded my life. It filled my life. And I'm inviting you. Come magnify the Lord with me. Let us lift up his name on high. For he is worthy of all our praise. In the book of Psalms 34. He is worthy of all our praise. Come. Let's magnify the Lord together. In this season my friend. I want to give you a key. Be still. And know that he is God. When we stand still, we are not surrendering to the problem. When we stand still, we are unleashing our strength. When we stand still, we are unleashing our strength. Because when we rest, God works. Stillness is is an invitation for the manifestation of God. I will be still and know that He is God. What were the words of Jesus when he woke up in the midst of that storm when the disciple cried, Lord, you don't care that we perish? He said to the storm, Peace, be still. Be still. Be still. Be still. Every troubled heart, be still. Every troubled mind, be still and know that he is God. When you reach that state of being still, You reach the stage of the miraculous. When they stood still, instructions came. When they stood still, the voice of God became accessible. In the voice of God, there are secrets. In the voice of God, there are strategies. When we are still, God gives us ideas, wisdoms, strategies, moves, things that we need to do, but we need to be still. We need to be still. We need to decide to be still. When we are still in the midst of this situation, we're going to come up with groundbreaking innovations, ideas, shocking things to the world. Be still and know that He is God. I want to pray that your week will be blessed. I pray that the peace of God that passes all understanding will come upon you and flood you and flood your house. That God will continue to provide for your family in every way. May you have an encounter with this God. May his presence flood and fill you, spirit, soul, and body. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just pray this prayer after me and he will accept you. He will save you. Say this after me, Lord Jesus, I come before you. I realize I'm a sinner. Please forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Amen. When you pray that prayer, my friend, you are born again. You are saved. Stay safe. And your family be blessed until... We come your way again. In Jesus mighty name.
0: We believe the message you've just listened to has shifted you to the next level. For more life transforming messages, information, prayers and counseling, please call us on this 267 7123 or send us an email. Visit our website at www.DavidGraceMinistries.org You can join our real life service every Sunday at 0900 hours and our midweek service every Wednesday at 1800 hours. Kingdom Embassy International, Halape New Industrial, Plot 355 along the Debray Trans Road. Welcome to the Real Life Tribe.